Welcome to the 7 Days to Amazing podcast, where you learn how to make your life, business, and style even more amazing in the next week. Now your host, Sharon Haver of FocusOnStyle.com. Sheeksters, I am Sharon Haver, and you are about to be amazed. If you are an entrepreneur or thinking about running your own show, I have a very special guest on today's episode of 7 Days to Amazing. Jenna Rodriguez is a brand strategist, national speaker, author, and founder of Brand with Jenna, a brand strategy company that educates, elevates, and inspires entrepreneurs to apply the power of brand clarity to their business so they can increase profitability. Jenna knows the risk and leap of faith of entrepreneurship as she went from $700,000 in debt and bankrupt to building a $700,000 business as a brand strategist. That's quite the jump. Starting out, Jenna worked at the headquarters of the fashion world's big box retailer, Express, which is part of the limited company, where she learned what it truly means to create, define, and sustain a brand. From there, Jenna jumped into running her own freelance business as a professional makeup artist, working with individuals, brides, fashion photographers, and various lines such as YSL, Lancome, and MAC. She even did on-camera makeover episodes on the Jenny Jones Show in Chicago. Remember that, folks? I sure do. I think I was on Montel Williams during that era. Jenna then chose various paths as a marketing specialist, controller, and as the owner of a woman's boutique in, I love the name of this town, Sugarland, Texas. Next, after closing the store, she knew she had to keep working for herself. There was no going back to a J-O-B. That career clarity led Jenna to a partnership with her husband in the web and graphic design company, which has since evolved into Brand with Jenna. So welcome, Jenna Rodriguez. I am thrilled to have you here with us today. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Sharon, for having me. This is going to be a blast. It is going to be a blast. We should tell people how we met each other so they know. Yes, so I can tell that story. You tell that story. You tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. Match up. We'll just say this: we met in um, Vegas. <laughs> like that's yeah. enough, right? Yeah. No, we, we uh, didn't leave it in Vegas. <laughs> we didn't leave it there. Uh, no, I know we were both at this um, uh, extremely large event, you know, that served entrepreneurs, both of us being sponsors, and we sat next to each other and just hit it off. And I love everything, you know, I like, especially coming from a fashion background, you know, I connected to what you do. And, um, and we just, you know, went from there. And it was just such a great um, intersection. Uh, back in, uh, you know, almost uh, getting close to almost a year ago. So I know. Isn't that crazy? Um, yeah, it was great. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's crazy how fast time flies. So what what I would love you to, to do is to really to help the audience here on what was your defining moment into, into shifting your career? Because I know that so many of the listeners either are at a point in their life where they're changing careers and thinking of creating their own business. They were either, I don't know, lost their job, aged out of their job, sick of their job, or they or they're like, 
mean and they've been entrepreneurs their whole life, but it's really just to get that brand clarity and the messaging and how you went from working for something as huge as the Express to to creating brand with Jenner and working with, you know, one-on-one solo entrepreneurs and, you know, small brands, which are pretty big in our universe, but in, you know, in the scheme of things, pretty small brands. Yeah. Yeah, the boutique feel, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so the story is certainly a winding road, um, and, and you certainly alluded to a lot of the different things that I've I've done in my life, career, and all that. And, you know, the bottom line is is I always had an entrepreneurial spirit at a young age. Um, however, I didn't really have the mentorship for it. I just – it didn't exist in my immediate space. I, you know, my dad was a computer programmer and worked in corporate America, and he was very much like go to college, sit in a cubicle 40 years, and then retire. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to, like, shoot myself. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> and um, I love you, but you can do that, but it's just not for me. And um, and then my mom was an artist, and, and she was a, you know, housewife, and she took care of us, as, uh, you know, as, at a young age. And, uh, and, and that was her choice, her life, her journey. And so I didn't have the entrepreneur in the mix. Uh, so it was a lot of figuring it out on my own. And um, and one of the things I discovered as I, you know, entered college uh, is that I love the numbers, and I was. I was an accounting major for a while, and then I, I'm also a creative, which doesn't always come together, right? And and I wanted to be the fashion designer. I was um, into fashion and makeup and um, modeling and things like that at a very young age, so it was just that whole, you know, arena that a- appealed to me. Uh, and I was just blessed to be able to walk into um, initially in an internship um, at the Express headquarters. And I, I was living in Ohio at the time, Columbus, Ohio. And you drive into the campus and you see, you know, Express and you see Limited and you see Victoria's Secret. And at the time we had Structure and we had Bath and Body Works. I mean, he owned them all. Uh, but they clearly I individually had different brands. And I didn't know what the word brand really meant back then. That's not what I'm saying. However, I could feel it. I could feel the difference, and I could feel the impact each of them made and how they how they approached the business in, um, differently. And, and so that was just kind of my intro to, um, you know, to, to the world of what I do now, clearly. And I, I never saw that I was, you know, it's not like I had a, a crystal ball that said, oh, I'm going to be a business coach one day, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, however, that's where I began, and then I also wanted to be uh, – I started freelancing at one point and got out of the fashion design as much uh, and started doing the makeup artistry and, and really working for myself at, at a particular level. Um, and But I was still trading time, like, my hours for dollars um, back then. So that was – it was – it's kind of sometimes where we start, which is fine, right? It's like we got to get started. Um, and then I found that – uh, I was good at marketing. I was, it's kind of, it, it just, all of it came fairly naturally to me, yet there were certainly things I didn't know about running a business because, again, I didn't have the mentorship. Um, so fast forward, you know, about 10 years ago, I've been an entrepreneur now, you know, solid for about 10 years, and I was working as a controller in a public accounting firm. And I think this is what a lot of people come up against when they're thinking about being an entrepreneur potentially or they're they're just wanting more. They're wanting 
um, to step into more of their potential and their capabilities. And, and I wanted, you know, a bigger life and a, and a, and more quality of life and traveling. And, and, you know, I wanted to give my kids something to look forward to. And, and, you know, I was living paycheck to paycheck back then. And, and I was, I, and, and I was making a decent salary, just to say the least, uh, in that corporate job. However, I just saw that I, I could be more and I wanted more. And I made the decision to jump out there and take that leap of faith of entrepreneurship. And I bought the storefront. And of course, I was all excited. I'm like, oh, good, fashion, make marketing, makeup. Um, it had it all. It like brought all the pieces that I had had you know experience in all of it came together in this one business formation and um and of course at the same time there were things that i wasn't aware of kind of like the things that are in our blind spots Mm -hmm. of not knowing what to do or not knowing how to um handle cash flow or you know uh like capital requirements and you know and making sure the inventory's you know taken care of and there was just all a lot of moving pieces to the business per se and the truth is, is I did, I made $300,000 in one year in that store, which I was like, great. It was more than the previous owner had made. Um, yet I was two months behind on my rent and I was bleeding cash and I couldn't keep up. Right. And I was 700000 in debt because of the loans and the leases and the inventory and all these things. So even though, um, uh, even though there was, you know, cash flow, there's a difference, right? There's also profit yeah. or loss. Uh, and I knew that from being an accountant, clearly. Uh, and so my point of this story is that I I had this dream. I had this uh, vision of more for myself. I had, I knew that I had a, a brand to speak of in my own sake, you know, like who I am. I, and that's what I believe brand truly is. It's who we are. It's what we, what matters to us. It's how we want to serve the world and make an impact. And, you know, branding is something I just came to know as a designer um, uh, as far as, you know, graphic design. And what I started to realize is that gra- branding is just an expression of who you are. And if you don't know who you are and what you stand for, then branding's not appropriate necessarily. It, you know, it's just winging it. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, the bottom line is like I had that storefront. I had to make a big decision because, of course, I wasn't able to keep up with the cash flow. And it was 2007 um, as we were moving into 2008 here in the country. Uh, and things were just kind of falling apart a little bit around the seams. Uh, and I had to leave the store. But I got the itch. I got the itch. So if you got the itch to be an entrepreneur, you've got to have the guts to keep going. Uh, and so I did. I quit that store, and it came with a cost it's called bankrupt because um, <laughs> I, I certainly couldn't get out of the, the hole, right? Um, and it's the, it's, it was scary. It was like the worst nightmare. At the same time, it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. And you got to look at some of the failures and the missteps and the like, oh, craps, <laughs> and be willing to be like, what's the silver lining? Uh, and that's what I found is that it taught me so much about what I didn't want, what I didn't know, and how to ask for help. And, uh, and I also realized I wanted to create uh, a freedom lifestyle. I wanted to create a business that didn't tie to a store location. And, and it gave me more freedom to travel and do the things that I love. Um, and, and sure enough, you know, I also, like you said in my bio, I realized immediately I did not want to go work for someone else. I got the itch and I was like, wow, you know, it's a whole different ball game to be able to be in control and make decisions and be creative. 
And, and yet you got to get the help as well. So I, I knew very quickly that mentorship was um, the next step for me, but it yeah, took me about yeah, that's two years to find one. That is so yeah. important. It's just is the mentorship talk, and I, I think we should talk about yeah, that a little absolutely. bit too. But one one of the things I want to mention is it's like maybe the reason why I love you because people may not know that about me. I mean, you say you were like an accountant in fashion. I mean, I know it's crazy, right? An accountant in fashion. It's, yeah, done match. Match. Yeah, <laughs> my mother was. <laughs> my uh-huh. mother was like she was like the president of wow. the fashion club, and she did all. That's where I learned everything I needed to ever learn about style and fashion. But you know, she was like you know crunching them numbers you know <laughs> which That's is probably right. how I learned how to buy clothes on a discount is because you know with mom with the accountant background there's no way that I was ever allowed to wear expensive clothes but she certainly knew how to dress me in a way where you know I look like I was worth it on the limited means we had and that comes from that like insane combination and she was a Virgo too so can you imagine so that insane combination <laughs> of like this meticulous number accountancy background and this love of fashion yep. so that's you know yeah, that's how I totally get it. So, but oh, what, what I want yeah, um, it, to, it, it's, it's really strange. I know she, her greatest joy was like on April 15th was, you know, holding off on those taxes until the last minute. So she could be online at the, at the main post office in New York city. Cause they had all these like big brands where they're like Bayer aspirin had like people yes. like aspirin bottles. That so was like her real big thrill. So she only knew that later my husband and I would like lose a fortune to a screwed up accountant who messed up like crazy oh, wow. I swear. she's kicking somewhere <laughs> besides me it. now right it's like that's my yeah, bad karma yeah. for having a mama who's an accountant um but anyway but I, I want to tell people to understand is because you know when you talk about a brand and and as an, an individual yeah. running your own business we hear this and as branding is like such a buzzword and no one knows what the hell it is but you know and right. or they say they know what it is and then you look at people and you're like um no you don't really have a brand you're kind of like you know pan you like the khaki slacks out there you know you don't stand yeah. out you're not exciting you know it's not you don't really like People look over you. So, like, what if you are running your own business and this is your, you know, your gig and you need a way to stand out to be known for something? Like, what do you tell people? Like, when, when do they know that they need a brand and how do they start to find one? Good question. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, actually. Um, you know, like I said before, I, I have a very clear distinction just to try to simplify it for people and the way they think about it. And, uh, you know, and, and, and just to repeat that, you know, for me, brand is who you are, it's what you stand for, and it's the essence of, of your business or your, um, you know, mission or what passion of, of what, what you love. And, and, you know, as we are leaders in a business, whether we are the business, you know, I'm very much like yourself, right? We're very much the face. We're very mm-hmm. much in front of our business, Right. And then there's businesses that we don't even know who the leader is. We don't even know who the founder or president or, you know, their, what their name is. And so there's certainly different models. However, what I believe is that brand is about leadership. And if you don't have leadership, you don't have, you, you know, brand's useless. And so branding is the, simply the expression of that, right? What it looks like, the colors, the logo, the, the website, the, um, you know, the experience that you create around your brand, those are branding strategies. And 
and when I worked with my husband, we were building websites and graphic design and building, you know, building out identity packages and logos and things like that. But what people were missing, or certainly I was struggling to get the information out of the client, was they didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. They could not articulate who they were as a brand. And I believe brands are not something I create as a strategist or designer or any of that. I believe brands exist within us, and they are as unique as our fingerprints, and we have to we have to uncover what it is. So I sometimes call myself the excavator. (laughs) I know how to ask the right questions to get people to see who they are so that they can articulate it to the world. And then branding is just a way for people to connect with it. And, you know, go ahead. No, no, no. So you were saying before, you know, that you found mentors to help you. So how would you recommend to someone to find a mentor, to find someone to help them excavate this out of themselves? Because, you know, you don't know what you don't know. You don't see what you don't see. So it's so easy for so many entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and, you know, just creatives who freelancers to not really understand the the importance of standing out in a very crowded marketplace, of having your own sense of self, of style, of brand, or whatever it is that, you know, when someone can look at you and say, hey, I know Sharon, you know, she really knows her fashion stuff, but she knows how to relate to real people. Or I know Jenna, you know, she worked for these major places, but, you know, she knows how to help me build my business. So it's like, how do you, how does someone get to this point where they know they have to ask for someone, and where do they find someone to ask? Yeah, you know, and I, um, I'm going to answer this in a, you know, maybe a different way. One, I think you've got to first decide that you want the help, and then just set an intention that says the right person for me shows up. Yeah. And um, so that's because what's what I did. That's honestly what I did. I'm like, I don't know something here because it's not working. And I, I, I made a decision called I know I need help. I just don't know who. <laughs> and um, and, and then it's knowing, you know, it's knowing what you don't know. It's kind of like, it's being, being really honest with yourself going, I'm, I'm really good at, you know, my product yeah. and my service. I know fashion or what, whoever you are, like whatever you do well. And I am bad at knowing the numbers. I'm, I don't know how to sell. I, I don't know how to sell myself, let alone. And um, and if and if you first decide and then you first set that intention that the right person shows up for what you don't know, and what blind spots you may have, then uh, and then I think it's asking. I think it's uh, you know it's being willing to look out there, whether it's social media or events. You know, it's like you and I hang out at yeah. events or sponsor events. We speak, right? So it's like find people to, to be in front of. Don't hide out behind just the computer. And I sure, I didn't. I started networking. And when I started networking, I met that next person that I resonated with. Um, and if they're being their brand, I believe that that's when they show up um, fully as their expertise and, and their brand, then I'm a, I'm a ba- it's, it gives me the possibility of connecting with them. And I think that's all of our jobs is to, you know, we have a solution and we have a service or a product that we're selling. And if we don't show up out in the marketplace, you're absolutely right. Nobody's going to know you exist. And so you, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's absolutely. And I think you you hit a nail on the head, which we can, we can kind of go off, you know, a couple of tangents on it because it's, it's, there's such clarity in this and there's such, there's such like murkiness when you see it is when you could show up fully in an event and, or show up fully in Mm -hmm. your business and, I find that as I'm, I'm kind of 
transferring part of my business a bit to working with women entrepreneurs. And it's like, I take things for granted in their style, but people forget, like I have a marketing background and I've been running my own business right. for 30 years. I spend more time in business than I do in style. Style comes naturally. I don't think about it. I could go and you could, you know, fix it up. <laughs> right. But like, how do you run your business is what I do. And I'm, I'm going more in the success end is really more fulfilling for me right now, but it goes together. Yeah. And what I'm finding out is it's that people who claim to be fashion phobic, who have a site where they have that, like, it looks like 1982 HTML on it and those horrible colors. Right. And <laughs> and they're wearing, you know, the the reading glasses and they show you their business card and it looks like they were selling, you know, real estate in Sheboygan in 1967. Yep. And it's just, then they're there and you ask them what they do and they go, oh, I'm a marketing genius. I'll help you be rich. And it's like, but you're wearing right. Kmart. <laughs> right. Like, here's a mirror. Let's look good. You know, and you don't want to be like a biatch about it, but it's it's a matter of showing up fully and that's what you said before yeah. and I think that's something we can get into because people seem to hide in it and they they hide in things that freak them out and sometimes especially with women I notice they will like let me spend a thousand dollars on a LinkedIn course let me spend five thousand dollars on how to be a speaker let me spend ten thousand dollars in having someone help me design my business card to help me do this and all these shiny objects and they're not showing up fully so even though they have right all these distractions around them, what the clarity they need is their brand in, in different ways or how their headshot is and how they present themselves online, what they do in social media, the colors they choose, what whatever it is that they look like something relevant and modern. So, and, and when right. you talk to them and you say like, well, you need to do that, a lot of the times it gets really emotional and they start really crying because they realize that by being busy with all these shiny ob objects, they are ignoring what's really deep in their emotion and their heart that they're afraid of. And that comes down with what you need to show up fully again with your brand. So, can, you know, you want to touch on that a little bit on, on how yeah. people can, like, stop pussyfooting and get down to business. <laughs> Let's get real, right? Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I mean, you and I both, I mean, I think that's, you know, why we have so much in common is that, you know, I, it's like you, your styling and, and your knowingness of that piece of the picture and the puzzle that we all have as business owners and brand is just my doorway. It's my specialty, if you call it. Mm -hmm. And yet I'm, I'm a business coach. I'm a strategist. I, I know how to make money at it. Right. And and the brand is the foundation for me. It's it's a it's a place to start at a, at the same time marketing and sales and and running your operations and all of these pieces that have actually created a successful business is also extremely passionate, you know, for me. And and when I what I noticed the shift for me, this is the story for myself actually. My husband, like I said, my husband and I ran a web and graphic design company right after I closed the store, and. And I just jumped into that going, okay, you need help. He, he's a, well, he's a musician and he's a web and he knows the web, but he wasn't building, you know, identity packages because that wasn't his, you know, his gig necessarily. And, um, and I said, however, I can come in, I can help with the design aspect and some of the business acumen and marketing and go start networking our business so we can get new sales. Well, here's the thing in 2012, I realized I was not being my brand. 
that I was not connecting to what I, what, who I am and what I'm passionate about. And when I say what I stand for as a brand is helping people see who they are and being unapologetic, being brave about it, and being willing to express themselves in a business that feels good, that makes money, that evolves, that grows and thrives. And it's like if you know that and I'm not in that place, then you're not showing up. And I was in a business and a model and an expression of who I am that wasn't fitting. And I wasn't I was walking into network meetings going, I don't want to talk about this stuff. I don't I won't even want to I don't even want to tell people that I build websites or, you know, that's what our company does. And because um, it wasn't it's not actually who I was and uh, and how I really wanted to serve people. And so I made certainly a hard decision and and really pivoted and I had to come home and tell my husband, hey, you know, this is going to be a hard conversation, but you don't want to do this anymore. You want to go back to music full time, and I'm not I, – I don't even, I don't want to do this anymore the way it is. I want to rebrand it. I want to, like, shift the needle, so, okay. and it's it's going to yeah. – you know what so, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. Tell, tell me, like, if someone in the next seven days, in the next week, they yeah. know they have to shift their their needle. They know they've got to do something in their branding. How can you tell them? Give me, like, a, a couple of bullet points here or there on, you know, how yep. they can be more amazing in their branding this week. Just even yeah, if it's this, starting the, as simple as awareness. It, right, it is. It's a, it does start with that inquiry and that awareness. They've got to ask the questions, right? And if they can't ask the questions and get the answers, that's when you hire somebody. Um, but the first thing is to ask yourself, am I serving people the way I want to serve them? And am I, um, sh- you know, it's like, you know, does my branding reflect the perceived value that I want people to get? Perceived right? is a little bit right, yeah. Right, it's a perceived value because if you don't perceive it first, and nobody else will, and then certainly if you're not showing up that way, like with your you know website or you know or your image or any of that, then they're not going to perceive it either. Um, so you got to ask, am I, and what do I want, and like what do I want to, what's the vision of my you know business and future, and am I walking in that vision? That's one, right? Just ask mm-hmm. the questions. Uh, two is do an inventory of your branding. Um, are you being consistent? Are you have you up leveled it in you know the last year or two years? You know, like some of them I'm, I'm going. <laughs> it's like twenty years. I'm like I'm in a rebranding this year. That's one of my goals this year is to you know rebrand right, and so that people can see me as how I have grown up. Because we grow up, we grow, we evolve in our business as brands. Um, so that's number two. And, you know, number three, just take inventory of the results you're getting. Because if you aren't actually attracting the right clients, making the money that you want to make, and, um, you know, and asking for it in a way that's empowering, you know, it's like stop trying to discount yourself and trying to be everything for everybody. If you're doing all that and it feels yucky, then you're not being your brand either. And and so, you know what I mean? No, absolutely. So it's, so those, it's you know, the value of, of, you know, walking in your truth, basically, yeah, taking an, an exactly. inventory and are, are you relevant as a time to up level? Are you representing yourself and are, are you getting the results that you yep. want? Yeah. It's pretty simple, yeah. right? And then, and then hire the help when you get the answers and you don't know what to do next, you're going to have to hire the help, whether it's me or you or someone, you know, someone in their, your network group or, you know, find someone that you feel comfortable with that could, or just at least have a conversation with somebody, right? And, um, and see what's next to really get to the results that you want. Cause there's usually, 
the results we have is like the symptom, <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the byproduct of how we're showing up in our business or how we're not showing up. And, uh, and sometimes we have to have help to see what that looks like and how to get around it or what's the strategy to get out of it. And, and, also uh, and that's what thing, I do. Yeah. And the, and the thing that you said earlier is also so important. It's like, you know, we're not perfect people is knowing what your shortcomings no. are, you know, like I, yeah. it's like, you know, if sales is not your thing, then hire a sales team or figure out a way not to sell. Or, you know, if, if like design is not, you think hire a real designer and, but that's also another thing. A lot of people, what I find, which is kind of interesting, because I know we're almost at the end of this, and, and I, I want to give you a couple more seconds, but what I find is interesting, and maybe sure. you can help people on this, because it is a really important branding thing. It's like, if somebody is like icky and yucky in their, how they show up, and you know their perceived value is kind of like schleppy and uh, So then instead of going to someone who could package you and make you look great, which I would want to give my mm-hmm. money to they find like right. like meets like so like you found the schleppiest designer on the planet who is now giving you what you want because you don't know better so it's like how do you actually get someone to realize that when you hire someone when you find a mentor when you find a consultant their job is to lift you up and raise your image and raise your perceived value and not find someone who yeses you who keeps you looking like Ugh. absolutely yes. <laughs> yeah i'm not a i'm not a yes i mean i i always say i have a, a velvet boot <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll kick you in the right places and, you know, make you, make you, you know, make good decisions. But, um, my, you know, cause that's honestly, it's because I stand for something bigger. Sometimes mm-hmm. I stand for you, you know, the client before that, you, before you stand for yourself. And, um, and so, you know, I, I, I'm, I apologize. I was listening to what you were saying. I'm like, is there a question for me? <laughs> a question. Um, the, the other know, question I, is like, how does somebody know to find someone who, okay, you know, who's going to elevate you, and rather than finding yeah. someone who's going to yes you into your your you know blondness. Yes, for for sure. You know, I think for one, um, is to you know, it's like you do your research. I mean, you know, it's like I am very clear on my point of view, which I think is also part of the brand, mm-hmm. is knowing that you know. And, and I get, I get stronger. We all get stronger and stronger and stronger in our point of view as we grow our businesses, right? And as we get social proof and as we go like, oh, well, I can help people make 800% increases in a year. Then I've got, you know, like, I know what I'm doing <laughs> at some level. Um, so you got to get strong in your point of view. And if you are, if you've got this sense that you're like, I, I call it brand shame. And I, <laughs> this is a tool that I give people. If you can look at a scale of one to 10 right now, and look at, I even have a little brand shame because my branding is not representing who I have become and I, where I'm going. So I was like, that's why I know it's time to hire my, hire a team to help me, you know, no, rebrand. Yeah, I'm with you too on right? that one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It happens. And so brand shame versus brand pride. And so if you look at a scale of one to 10, just grade yourself. Where do you feel, what is the feeling? Do you feel disconnected from your branding? Do you feel like, wow, I'm not getting the results that I really want? I feel like something's disconnect or, you know, off. And then give yourself a score, you know, between one and ten. One being brand shame and like you're in the dumps about it to brand pride and you're like, oh, my gosh, I love my stuff. I love how things are showing up. I love my results. Everything's starting to work. And that's when you can know that you need probably, I mean, if you want to be a 10 and you're not, then you clearly need, there's something missing and you need help with it potentially. Sure, and the of- other thing is interview the people. 
interview them. You know, have a convert. Like for me, I offer people. You know, they they go to my website, fill out a quick form, so I can acclimate myself to people, and they can apply for a thirty minute conversation with me, so that I can help them see what's the next step. And interview me just as much as I'm asking the questions. And if you don't feel like I'm the right fit, I'm okay with that. I'm not for everyone. And you, so you know, if you're looking for the help, find the people that have a point of view that you can resonate with and that can can move you forward because they have the results that you admire and that you aspire to have. And I think that's how you start to find the right person for you. Absolutely. So tell me, Jenna, I like to ask people this question. What does amazing mean to you in a brand? Amazing? Amazing. Uh, amazing. You know, amazing is, uh, for me, a feeling a feeling that I generate. It's a choice. Um, and it's... It's the sensation or the sense that uh, I'm in the right space, I'm in the right place, and I am, I am doing what I love, and life is simply amazing. And I can say that even in the darkest of times because I know it's perfect. I know that where I am is where I'm supposed to be. And trust me, when I filed bankruptcy, I may not have been able to see it at that moment. Um, but when I look back, it's like everything's on purpose. Therefore, my life and business is amazing. And the clients I get to serve and the podcasts I get to be on and, you know, like it is amazing. It's, it's a, it's a, and it's a choice that I get to have. I can choose to say life is amazing or I can choose to say it's not. And, uh, so that's what it is to me. That's great. Yeah. I, I love the way you said that. And it it is a choice. It is a choice. We, you know, we all choose yeah. it. And also, you know, my husband gets a little crack crazy with me when I'm like saying, well, I'm setting my intention. I just kind of like, this is what I want to happen now. And he's like, oh. and I'm like, no, I really believe what you said earlier. About <laughs> the power of thought of just like, even if it's unconscious, yeah. sometimes things happen. Like you're sitting at a time, you're like, you know, instead of I wish I could, it's just like, that would be great. And you just keep going on your big, your day, because I think even subconsciously it guides you in the path you want to be, and, and things things happen. I do get a little woo woo, you know. Even though I am the daughter yeah. of an accountant, you know, I get a little woo <laughs> woo too. Yeah, not I think too woo woo. Not too woo woo. Some of it gets a little weird, but you know, a little, you yeah, know, right. if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So tell yeah. me, Jenna, how do people find you? How do they connect with you? What What is the best way to find Jenna Rodriguez? Yes, absolutely. Well, you can search my name. I'm sure a couple things will pop up on Google. Um, but uh, certainly oh, good, visiting I me. <laughs> I, I, me too. I got to check everything. <laughs> we have to manage our reputations, right? Um, so yeah, you should Google your name once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, brand with Jenna. That's Jenna with one N. Um, brand with W I T H J E N A dot com is my website, uh, and all you know, my social media links are there. My podcast is there. My events are there. Uh, there's free resources. There's, um, I even added a new, uh, you know, complimentary report that's all about your messaging and your 60 second intro. That's there as well. And, you know, just email me if you'd like to, you know, speak to me directly. And, um, that's all there on the website. And she's a lot of fun too. <laughs> Aw, thank you. You do. You're, <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. So thank you for being on the show today. And everyone, I really encourage you to reach out to Jenna. She's fantastic, as you can tell. And we will see you next time. That's a wrap. Well, not so fast. Don't forget to hop over to FocusOnStyle.com for exclusive content to help you live your most amazing life with style and success. 
For even more great stuff that Sharon only shares by email, subscribe to her In the Know list at www.focusonstyle.com insiders. See you next time. 